blooper reel aside. We are recording. That is good. Okay. So we're ready. Do it. How do okay. we introduce this? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a good start. Take two. Take two. <laughs> um, Beauty I suppose editing. we should start with our names. <laughs> we could. Or do we introduce the podcast first? Mm. How about we introduce ourselves and then? Okay. Okay. So. I am Kirsten. I'm Stephanie. And welcome to Witches Be Crafty. Yay! We did it! We did it! It's official, people! End of of the episode. (laughs) Episode one. Check. See you later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, this is our first podcast, and I'm pretty excited. Uh, I have a lot of nervous energy I think which will probably come across I'm gonna try and pace myself and slow myself down yeah try not to be neurotic note for myself (laughs) well you know but um yeah I am excited to do this and uh so maybe we should talk a little bit about the podcast and what our goal is and what people are actually listening to right now yeah not just us goofing around I mean that's okay too that's okay too (laughs) We're really funny. We are. Don't worry. Don't worry. It gets funnier from here. Um, yeah, so I think maybe we can just talk about how we kind of talk, started this idea. Like, Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you take the lead on that because it was kind of your idea. I'm rolling with it. True. Yeah. Um, well, yes and no. So I think you and I met, God, seven years ago? Mm, seven because seven, Ro was one. And that's how long I've lived here. Yeah, there so, you go. And I started working at the store about the same time you did? Yeah. Okay. We'll have to omit the name of the store lest we triangulate our location. Yes, yes. <laughs> we work together at a store. At a store. Ooh, Ooh. so mysterious. <laughs> what kind of store? You'll never know. <laughs> so, um, so we've known each other for a while. We became pretty good friends. Uh, I had a little, little baby. Mm-hmm. And then what, in the last couple of years, you've had... I've had two. Yes. Um, So we kind of became moms around the same time. And as we became friends, I think we we recognized the fellow uh, weirdo in each other. I really feel like that's what drew me to you. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Because moving here, you know, I didn't know a lot of people. True. My husband knew a lot of people. True. And they were not my people. No, and this area can be uh, somewhat conservative for without triangulating our location i think what we can say is we live in california yep and in a community that people would consider rural and small yes and in rural small communities they are often conservative of nature (laughs) (laughs) you know they may not appreciate uh the more witchy among us no no i i think the the moment of clarity came for me um when I saw a list of uh, churches, in, oh. I think it was in the paper or something. No, no, it's right by the um, like oh, the I'm entrance not... into town. Yeah, it, it's the community building. Something. Yeah, it's like where tourists go to get maps. What is that? Yes, I'm losing it. But it's, um, it's cool. there oh, is uh, a wooden board that yes. someone has taken the time to install. Each church has its name on, like, a little wooden mm-hmm. placard. And for a small town, there's quite a few churches. Yeah, I was but, actually surprised. Yeah, but but anyway. but they're all Christian. 
of some flavor. Yeah. And so there, there is a little bit of uh, <clears throat> perhaps hostility to those. Yeah, I mean, and, and not to, you know, bash the people who... Oh, no, you know, no. Yeah, but it's just, you know, there's definitely um, preconceived notions... For sure. ...about yeah. what it is that we do and perhaps worship versus what they worship, and it's not super accurate it's, in my experience. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny, and I, I think... I know for me personally, like in my professional life, people probably have a certain vision of me and should I share parts of my spirituality with them, they probably would alter their vision considerably. Yes. Um, So, yeah. Oh, well, that could be a good segue into um, that story that I was kind of saving. Yeah. Well, let's... About... Should we... Do Yeah, let's go for it. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it just... We'll circle back to okay. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just... Um, so the other day, um, I got a phone call from someone who I did not know. Probably got our phone number from, you know, the yellow pages. Um, okay. Phone book. <laughs> um, people still use those. Especially here. Yeah. Um, and it was very sweet at first. I was a little confused. Um, but it was just a woman. She was calling around, you know, the community to see how everyone was feeling the effects of the COVID pandemic Mm. and, you know, the wildfires. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was very honest. I said, well, I'm, you know, pretty lucky. We're in a position where, you know, we've been able to work from home. My children are little. So, you know, it's not as much of a strain to homeschool this year. And um, so, oh, good, good. And then she asked if I was familiar with a Bible verse. And I was like, ah, there it is. There it is. Okay. Um, And I said, no, I was not. And then she asked if um, we, or or if I was familiar with the Bible (laughs) at all. And I said, no, we're pretty agnostic here. And that's that's the word I used. And she was kind of, oh, okay. And that, that was pretty much the end of the conversation. So I thought, (laughs) two or three days later, she called back. She wanted to ask me about that because I had said we were agnostic and she hadn't heard that word in a long time and Mm. wanted to know what that meant for me. I, you know, I quote, threw her for a loop a little bit. Huh. Yeah. Um, So I wasn't super articulate because I was kind of, just thrown off by this whole thing. Right. Um, but I pretty much explained to her that with so many different ideas and religions out there, you know, I didn't want to necessarily say, this is right or this is right. Right. You know, I just told her it was about keeping an open mind. Yeah. But in my head, I was thinking like, do I just tell her that I follow kind of pagan rules, but I'm not like, you know, part of any particular religion. But it just, it felt like one of those things that I needed to hold back. Right. You know, so. Well, and I think, I think, one, the nature of kind of having a on-the-spot defend your religious beliefs kind of uh, conversation 
definitely can throw someone for a loop. I know. I love your notes for our <laughs> our thing this morning. If you if she had just given you pre- time to prep. And yeah, make notes, I write you notes. Probably would have made a very much more articulate. Yeah, I was. I mean, and I was trying to like get one of the kids down for a nap, and it was just like right. he was calling me in the middle of the afternoon. That's kind of stressful. But it was weird, but it just yeah. yeah, it led me to this whole thing of like, yeah, like you said, like n- people knowing a particular side of you might really change their view of you right. and how they act around you, right? And it's funny, too, because I think, you know, we all wear masks to an extent um, in certain situations. You know, the person you are at work isn't necessarily the person you are at home, isn't necessarily the person you are with your in-laws, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I think that, you know, unfortunately, I would love to be in a place where I can be completely authentic. And I think there are plenty of people I can be authentic with and... Um, which kind of circles back to, I think, you and I and how, yeah. you know, our relationship, I definitely think, has been one of uh, honesty and authenticity. And I think that, you know, a big thing for me and being in this area. So, like, I, the funny thing about this area is despite the fact that um, we have a uh, all these churches and kind of a conservative vibe. Yeah. Um, we actually also have a pretty awesome community that's would be considered more uh, hippie and mystical and yeah, there is you know a like huge. It's like a little subdivision of the people, right? Right. You just have and to go out and look for your people. Exactly, and yeah. and you know, and the native community here too. And I think that there are some very spiritual aspects about where we live. Um, for me personally, I have done a lot of my spiritual growth up here, um, and uh, I think that uh, for me, a big thing that kind of reawakened me, because some of my background includes, uh, so I'm a single mother. Um, I uh, separated from my ex-husband approximately seven years ago when we met. Seven years oh, there ago. you go. That's okay. kind of funny. Um yeah, that makes sense because that's why I came to work at the store. Yeah, there you go. So, um, so I think kind of as um, a single mother who previously had a very um, in-depth spiritual life, but it was something I shared with my ex-husband, and then going through the separation, um, it really kind of divorced me from my spirituality for a long time. And I don't know if you remember this, but we had breakfast when you first told me that you were starting to get into um, practicing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like awakened a little spark in me because I... Did I re- it? it did. It totally did. <laughs> that is you, girl. Yay. Um, which is why it was so natural when I decided that I wanted to do this. That um, Fun fact, I talk so much. Um, and I got lots of things to say. And then I figured <laughs> I should probably just record them because maybe other people will like to hear them. People seem to like when I talk. Oh, them. I do. Oh, okay. Excellent. Like, I, I mean, if, if this podcast is just like mostly you talking and me nodding along, <laughs> like that's okay. Well, I'm fascinated. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. But, um, you know, but I do think that uh, part of reawaking my spirituality was – 
being inspired by you and you starting your journey and me realizing like how much I missed that part of myself and then kind of re-delving in and opening up certain qualities again or, or certain practices that I was doing. Um, and then as I began to really reconnect and I was having some pretty profound spiritual experiences, um, it just seemed like a natural, natural thing. I... I, there's a podcast in particular I was listening to and I love it. It has two people who have a very, um, kind of fun dialogue and I was just kind of listening to them. It was like being part of that conversation. And when I thought about my own life and like why I liked it, it's like, oh, cause I love having conversations with like that. And then I thought about the ideas I would love to talk about. And you are by far one of my favorite people to have these kind of conversations with. So it just seemed like a natural thing, so yeah. Hooray I mean, podcast! Hooray podcast! And you know, maybe recording them will be more beneficial than just sitting having breakfast for you know two hours. Right. I'm sure our <laughs> server will appreciate it more that we're doing it in the house, and that I mean, we always tip well, but man, can we sit at a booth? <laughs> we're really good at that. We're really good at that. <laughs> we're super good. If you want to find two champion booth sitters slash talking about all the thing people that's we're that's right us. here <laughs> yeah welcome to the right podcast for you <laughs> oh man so yeah so I don't know it just feels like everything kind of aligned and even though I think both of us are super busy in our own way having this opportunity to kind of like combine um this idea of having conversations and exploring these ideas I think it it's not only um do we get to make a cool podcast fingers crossed but um I think that you know it's another way for us to kind of pursue our spirituality and and give back in a way I don't know so no I I like that um to give back but also to pursue because I am fairly new at this about four years Mm -hmm. and I feel like I really got into it um, after I had my first child and I think anyone who has had a child will know um, the feeling of losing a part of oneself Mm, Yeah, and you step into the role of mother and then that is kind of how people see you, how people treat you and I just, I felt like I really needed a way to step back into myself. Yeah, and I um, actually started doing research for um, something I was writing, and I knew I wanted witchcraft to be a big part of it. But as I was researching and reading, it just really hit home for me. I was like, "Oh, this is what I've been missing in my life—like something bigger than myself." that isn't necessarily inside of a church, you know? Right. And Well, there's a huge difference between spirituality and religion. Yes, yes, of <clears> course. <throat> but it just it just made sense to me. Yeah. And, you know, in my teenage years, there were definitely little things where I felt really connected to it, but didn't really want to explore it for the fear of judgment. Right. But now I'm an adult, and I don't care so much. <laughs> You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, no. Like a little bit, but not in that 
teenage way. Right, when you live and die by the judgment or non-judgment of your peers. Yeah, you know, like, um, my older brother, I remember he dabbled with Wicca for a while, and I was, like, fascinated, but I never, like, tried it myself. Right. Uh, My sister was actually my first introduction to tarot cards. Huh, okay. Yeah, and... I mean, that's a whole topic for another day. Oh, that'll be a that's a that'll be a reoccurring theme <laughs> around here at the tarot. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into all the fun all the eventually. Fun. But, um, You're gonna know it's real good. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, okay. and then once I started getting into it, it just I felt a little bit more like myself. Right. And then I feel like after my second child, I kind of had that dip again, mm. and that's why. Like you said, this idea of the podcast, I'm like, oh, it's it's lighting a spark again. And we'll get more into that as we talk more about um, all the things. All the things, <laughs> yeah. And this yeah. podcast is definitely going to be about all the things. I mean, I think when we were talking about the kind of topics we want to cover, we covered everything from like Ayurveda to quantum physics to motherhood. Yeah. You know, it's I, I see this being kind of a um, eclectic examination of the magic that is the human experience. Yes. So, yeah. I, my, That's our tagline. Yeah, tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Trademark. Um, so, yeah. So, I, uh, my spiritual journey is a little different. I definitely, um, you know, had a lot of the same judgments that I think a lot of people do, but... Not necessarily um, from my family. So I was um, I was actually raised Unitarian Universalist, which um, if anyone knows what that is. so I don't. It's technically, it's like an offshoot of Christianity, but it is not Christianity. It's not even seen as a religion. It is a congregation. So like I had a female Catholic priest was one of the leaders of our church. Um, she was in our church because you can't be a female Catholic priest in the Catholic church. Yeah. Um, we also had a Wiccan, um, as one of our leaders. And it really, what it is, it's a humanist group. You, um, you believe in like the, you know, the sacredness of humanity and it's all religions are accepted. You can be Buddhist, you can be agnostic, you can be Jewish, you can be Muslim, you could be nothing. Um, and so that was kind of my, like my early experience when I went to Sunday school, I didn't go to Sunday school and just learn one religion. I went to Sunday school and learned all religions. We would visit Buddhist temples and we would have rabbis come in and speak to us and we would learn all these things. So I've, I think I've always kind of been on a spiritual path. Yeah, that actually sounds rad. Isn't it so cool? There's, there's one semi near us. It's like an hour and a half away. And I've thought about like, I would drive that hour and a half. Wow, yeah. Yeah, at least a couple times a month for row because I think that experience is so cool. Yeah, because there's so much about other religions that I don't know. Yeah. You know, because it's not taught. Right. You know, my grandparents um, are Catholic. Mm-hmm. So my mom grew up Catholic, and she says that's exactly why she did not raise us to be Catholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very strict. Right. You my know? mom was Catholic, too. That's why... She's a spiritual person, but she yeah. got disillusioned by the church. Yeah, like my mom has her faith, mm-hmm. but, you know, is not a practicing Catholic. She doesn't go to church. She just... Right. Which I think a lot of it is, you know, that's important to know what you believe in and mm-hmm. maybe you don't have to 
show everybody else. I I totally agree with that. I think, you know, for me personally, and that's part of the reason I don't put everything on display. I don't have anything to prove. I don't need to be out there being like, witch rights for all, because, you know, not that I disparage people who do that. It's yeah. just not for me. And for me, I'm on a very personal journey. And even people that I don't think would necessarily judge me, I don't mm-hmm. share that with everyone because it's it's mine. Um, and it's special and it's private. But yeah. but yeah, so I think that I've always kind of been a seeker. Um, I'm a very logical person in many ways. Mm-hmm. But also a very feely person too. So it's this weird dichotomy. And and then I would have these really strange experiences as a child. You know, I there's things I've seen that I can't explain. Um, I have all my life had like some type of prophetic dreams and, and other sort of things like that. So despite my best logical intentions, I still was encountering multiple pieces of evidence that I had to examine. And so then when you're a logical person, it's like, okay, well, I know I'm a grounded person. I know I'm not crazy, but these things are happening to me. What could that possibly be? Um, Which is why I think these days my spirituality is linked a lot, I feel, to like my love of science and specifically like quantum physics and some of those strange magic of quantum physics. I feel like a lot of witches are actually in science professions or or like, or at least make those connections. Yeah. Well, and in my experience, because to me, it is all connected. Right. You know? Well, and and I wouldn't it be (laughs) right. Well, and the thing is if magic is legitimate, I don't think it's just like a, I don't think it's just a randomized thing that happens. If you are legitimately doing something with magic, then what are you doing? I mean, you're doing something. So what, what is it? Um, you know, and I personally, I mean, we'll get, I'm sure we'll get into this at some point Mm because man, do I love to talk about it. Um, (laughs) but I, I kind of feel like as we, um, as we as a species kind of learn more and more about quantum physics and the way the universe works, things like entanglement, um, you know, yeah later later Later. we'll talk about um but the i think as we discover more we're the ideas of magic and science will actually merge i think at a certain point there will be like a merge where we're like what we consider new age is really old age and it's actually pretty profound science in many ways um so yeah so my my journey has kind of always been fueled by that. Like, how do I explain what's happening happening to me um, in a logical way? There's got to be a reason for these things occurring. Um, and yeah, so I think I think that's what I've been drawn to. And then my uh, as much as I like to talk about all the things, I also like to learn all the things, right? And so, you know. That's the phase I'm in. I'm learning all the things still. <laughs> well, you're much better, I think, at learning them in a more uh, systematic way than I am. <laughs> you are a much more um, grounded individual. Oh, as a Taurus. As a Taurus. Yeah. Yes. That so makes sense. Stephanie is a Taurus and I'm an Aquarius. As you'll learn. <laughs> as you will figure. I come to bring you knowledge, folks. <laughs> as the knowledge bearer. Um. With a Cancer rising for me, mm-hmm. and my my rising is Libra. 
So I like all the pretty things. Yay! And... So, and I feel like it's a good balance. So I, I think mm-hmm. that between your grounded approach and my I'll get there eventually approach. I, I think we can do it. We can do yeah. this. We can do this. We are capable ladies. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to manifest us a badass podcast. Yes, we are. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I think my spiritual journey, you know, started in the UU church. Um, and then when I was like a preteen teenager and I started exploring that stuff more on my own, uh, I think first I went into like Buddhism, was really fascinated with that. Um, I studied uh, the Coptic religion of Egypt because, you know. Why not? Like you do. <laughs> yeah, everyone does that. Everyone does. Everyone goes through that phase. You know, the, yeah, the right. The Coptic phase. The Coptic phase. You get a little wing eyeliner going on. You walk around like an Egyptian. It's totally good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, studying Coptic religion, I had done most of the Abrahamic religions as a kid because, you know, uh, even though we had different religions, there was a big amount paid to um, Islam, Judaism, Christianity, etc. And then... Um, in college, I studied them again. I studied uh, Hinduism in college. Um, I did, oh, prior to that in my teens, like around 16, I did study some Wiccan stuff um, and, and just generic witchcraft. But I, the community that I was living in, I'm, I do not think that this is the case for everyone, but the community I was living in at the time um, when I would have experiences with other practitioners, which, uh, witches and other Wiccan practitioners, it was very rare that I actually felt, um, any sort of magic. I don't know how else to describe it. It's a feeling, mm-hmm. um, where things either work or aren't working, where the magic has, fl- I don't know, but I wouldn't feel anything. It felt more like an exercise in flowery. And, and we've talked about this. Yes. Now. So, you know, but there were some people, um, some of them were still my good friends. I actually, there was one person who was pretty um, significant in my spiritual journey, and I won't say exactly who he is. Um, He actually uh, isn't necessarily a good friend of mine anymore, um, but at the time was very uh, big, and he himself has gone on to be a pretty successful uh, witch. Um, He's actually a just published his first book wow Um, it keeps coming up in my audible recommendations um so you know i think that working with him he is a he was a munukai practitioner he did uh reiki he had been initiated with like the medicine buddha and so then i studied with him for a little bit and he taught me a bunch of stuff um at that same time i started studying with the local natives and started doing sweat lodge i um uh, I am part native myself, and so I was really lucky that they, not that they're exclusive towards people who aren't native, too. We, there are some people in sweat who aren't native at all, but um, I was very <laughs> lucky to be introduced to the community that way mm-hmm. um, and then be able to sweat and practice with them. And so I really try to approach everything as kind of like a seeker, um, and I find it fascinating, the commonalities. Um, that you'll find even linguistically, like in certain places, like, mm-hmm. you know, amen versus aho versus ho, where you'll find all of those as different ways. And, you know, one is Christian, one is Munukai, one is um, 
the local tribe. I, I don't want to say what the local tribe is because that is a dead giveaway, but they're fantastic. <laughs> it's not out of any disrespect. I know what the tribe names are. Um, and yeah, everyone should be so lucky. Uh, but you know, I've, so I've had these incredible teachers and I've had a lot of freedom in my life to pursue it. Um, like I said, I went through a divorce, um, which because my, uh, my ex-husband had been such a part of that journey, it really kind of cut me off from my spirituality for a long time. Um, and then as I kind of reawakened, um, after speaking with you and kind of thinking about it again and how much I missed it, um, I started actually looking more back into Wiccan practices. So um, to clarify, I don't consider myself a Wiccan. Um, if I ha I try not to even define it, and I'm sure. Yeah, I. to me, if I were to eventually go down a religious path, mm -hmm. I know Wiccan would be at the top of my list. Right. But right now, I don't know, I guess sometimes I also feel like I have imposter syndrome mm -hmm. a little bit, where I feel like I'm so new at this. And, um, so I just don't feel like I should label myself right away. But, yeah. but again, you know, I, that's yeah. personal up to me. Well, and, and really like you can be someone who's read all the books and done all the things for the last 20 years and call yourself a Wiccan or whatever. But if your intention isn't there, like, you know, I think that. Are you going through the motions or are you legitimately coming into a spiritual practice? And I think you legitimate, legitimately come to a spiritual practice. That's that's part of the reason I'm attracted and, and to you know, your energy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like I said, it's just, it's imposter syndrome and well, whether or not it's true. Maybe by like podcast 30, you'll be over that. You'll be like, I am a knowledgeable, <laughs> I am a knowledgeable witch. Yeah. Um, you know, crafty witch you. Um, so yeah, I, I think that sparked it. I started, um, looking more into that specifically because, and this is a fun little side note, okay. but, uh, while I was married, my ex-husband gave me a nickname. What was it? It was, he, he called us Hades and Persephone. Ah. Yeah. Isn't that cute? Oh, it wasn't cute. Um, <laughs> At the time, I thought, you know, I just thought, okay, that makes sense. You're so dark and I'm so light and da 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 um, After the divorce, though, it really started to feel like I really started to connect with Persephone. Um, and in ways that, like, I didn't necessarily know, like, um, I started writing music and I'm like, the name of my band, and it, like, came into me. It was like, Persephone. So... My stage name, Persephone. Mm -hmm. um, even the the album that I've been, you know, it's quietly shelved right now. Maybe one day it'll be finished. Um, but okay. when I was working on that, even the structure of that, when I was writing out conceptually how I wanted to do it, because it's a concept album, um, before I named it, and I was thinking about my music and, like, I wouldn't call them demos because they're not really demos. I need more people to help me flesh them out. And so I would call them seeds. And then I ended uh, up having 12 seeds girl. for my album. I know, right? I started to really feel a connection with Persephone, which led to exploring um, other deities. I'm sure we'll get into that 
uh, at some point I got a, I can't not mention one, which is Hikate because she's awesome and we'll get into that later. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, those two in particular, uh, some other deities and then really like upping my, my practicing. So not passively being a spiritual person, but like force using my will to uh, do more spiritual journeying. So that's kind of where I come from in my... Which I love all of that. It is so much more than where I'm coming from. And I just and I think that's great. I think that's great that either way, whatever our paths are, we're here now. Exactly. Well, and, you know, I... All that being said, you know, I think I have never focused on my spirituality as I am today. So because a lot of it is very um, meandering, my journey has been very meandering. Um, I don't necessarily feel like, like, do I do tarot spreads? Yes. Have I had some great tarot spreads? Yes. But I rely on certain tools. I need to be with my book. I need to, you know, I can't do full stuff. Do I know how to cast rituals? Yes. You know, can I do that? Sure. But I rely on my book of shadows to make sure that I'm doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, I think... If it helps, I still use my tarot book. Yes. I'd, but I'd I like s- to break away from it. Right. But... but I would even say, you use your tarot book, but I still, just in our basic conversations, I think you have a baseline better understanding than I do. I'm the kind of person where if I'm into that right now and I put a bunch of energy, I can learn a bunch. But then I get sucked into other things and I kind of like, my brain is like, scoot that knowledge over. Oh yeah, we used to know about that thing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I wish I had uh, unlimited storage or maybe like an external hard drive for my brain. That'd be great. Right. Right. But um, yeah, unfortunately, it uh, is what it is. And I... um, try to deal with my uh my scientific diagnosis of ADD um so you know the best I can but yeah I think it takes all kinds I really do I'm not a kind like I don't just because my path is my path I never have once thought that my path is the only path or even the right path for other people you know so yeah and that's important yeah because everyone is different Everyone's practice is different. Absolutely. And I learn constant. And like I said, like, I wouldn't be where I am right now in my spirituality were it not for your excitement about it. Which I love that um, because honestly, when I started, I didn't really know who I could talk to about it. Mm -hmm. And then my brain, I was like, oh, Kirsten is a safe space. Yay! You know, I was like, I bet that she would not only be cool with this, but maybe even know some stuff about it. And I was correct. You were correct. correct. But, you know, but it's, again, it's, I think that, you know, everything, I'm a huge believer of manifestation. And, you know, part of my, uh, even my thoughts on, like, quantum physics, like, um, I'm sure at one point we'll get into various things, but I feel like quantum physics kind of, backs up the idea of manifestation in some ways. Um, so I totally feel like we bring what we need into our lives. And and probably at that point, you need to feel some acceptance and I need to feel some re-motivation. Okay. And, you know, it's working out wonderfully so far. Yeah. I feel at this point, 
in my practice, I feel probably more spiritually connected than I have in my entire life. Yay. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yay. Yay. I love that. Me too. So, so yeah. So that is kind of the journey of my path and how I got here. And, you know, I, I'm glad I get to share it with you. And, uh, yeah. Should we discuss Samhain now? Yeah. I would love to. Yay! Okay. Okay. Cool. So let's actually get into the topic of the day. Right, right. So Samhain, which might confuse you because if you're unfamiliar with that term and you're reading it right now, it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Yep. Samhain. You might hear some people say Samhain. And that's not it at all. Yeah. Don't don't do it. (laughs) You know who you are. Right. Looking at you. Sabrina. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I ranted about that the other day, didn't I? You did. Um, anyway, so uh, the Irish meaning of uh, Samhain is summer's end. Oh. Ta-da. That it's makes... Gaelic, and that's why it's spelled so much differently than it is pronounced. <laughs> Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for those of you who don't know, um, Samhain is a... A holiday that is practiced by um, some some witches and part of the Wiccan holiday. Uh, mm-hmm. Most Wiccans celebrate it, not all. There's a lot of variance within the community, um, and it actually falls on October 31st, which we may all know as Halloween, which is in fact the best holiday. It totally is. That's really, I think, one of the reasons we connected. Yeah. Because, girl, your Halloween costumes are on point. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you. you're so welcome. Uh, it's the best. It It is the best. And ho- I think Halloween has always been my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, it's these, these spooky kids today don't know how good they have it. Because back when I was a spooky kid, mm-hmm. back in the day, you only got spooky shows once a year during the month of October. Right, and now they can just stream them whenever they want. Right? I don't know. Unfair. But also kind of fun for us because now we get to stream them too. That's true. Yeah. Not really that unfair. But, you know, I well, guess I that's know. my version of walking two miles in the snow. Yeah. Like, you kids don't know how hard it is to see ghost oh, no. stories. Like this, I love October. Like, I've always loved October. It is... Oh, autumn is my favorite season. Me too. I got married in October. Me too. Um, but also, it's kind of a nice time to buy the things because they're like, hey, we have spooky earrings and, you know, shirts and decor. And I'm you like, do you like the pretty? Yeah. <laughs> I know. There you go. I'm just, for me, I'm like, buy all the things. But it's a great month because I'm like, why, yes, I would like this throw pillow with, you know, a poison right. bottle on it. I just and... want to point out, though, that my my grounded earth friend is like, I must acquire <laughs> earthly goods. And the Aquarian's like, I must require knowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah. That but horoscopes perfect. aren't real. Definitely not. Nope. Astrology. Nobody, nope. Nope, nope. This There's one. definitely not a science to that that we'll discuss in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but um, yeah, I like Halloween. Yeah, me and too. I like the aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> me 
too. All the Whether or not I can focus long enough to make the ex- the aesthetic uh, really work mm-hmm. <laughs> is one thing. I'll have yeah. patches of Halloween happy. I never quite get to the perfection in my mind's eye. But oh, yeah, I know. Maybe that. one day. We're we're all on a journey for growth. We're all on a journey. Yep. Maybe if I just turn my whole house into a Samhain thing and then keep it that way the entire year, I'll eventually get to where I want. My plan is to decorate the office in my house. Oh. All, but... Oh, that'd be so awesome. Right. Well, you know... I do have a few spare bedrooms, so maybe at some point we'll have to move this operation into a recording studio. And if we're in a recording... They can't see my quotes. They cannot. She's doing air quotes, you guys. Air quotes. Man, (laughs) can you tell I'm green at this? (laughs) We're really good at podcasting. We're at the best. Aren't you so glad you've spent the last, I don't know, we're at 46 minutes recording, but I have a feeling a lot of this has been chopped down, so... Now you know how much has been chopped down to this point, too, because you're like, you guys are only at minute 13. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, super good. Air quotes. Everyone can definitely see that um, on the podcast. You can we- see me nodding my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, good job. Good job. <laughs> yes. Bring so, it back. Bring it back. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I'm like... Rain it in. <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you, my grounded friend. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, Samhain. Samhain. <laughs> so. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> here we are. We're at morning. Minute. Morning. Morning. Gonna <laughs> cut that right up. Right? All right. Mercury's in retrograde. Oh, my God. <laughs> it truly is. Oh. Uh, we decided to start at a good time. Yeah, yeah. This is, this, to be fair. Mercury in retrograde is actually good for bringing things to conclusion. Mm. So we've been doing this and discussing this for a while before Mercury Ah, went into retrograde. It's true. But bringing our thoughts to conclusion to action, that's how I'm going to choose to look at this and and say that it'll be beneficial. That's true. Plus, it was also a new moon yesterday, so it's a good time to start things. And I set some intentions about um, making more time for myself. Oh, good. This is definitely part of that. Yes. Doing more... Just doing more things to make me feel like my best self. For sure. You know, so, because I've really been lacking, especially in these COVID days where everyone is at home all the time, driving me nuts. Oh. With love. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I only have one child and no husband, Um, and I could see that because the one child was enough to make me feel ready to jump out of my skin at mm. times not that he's not the best thing ever and I don't love oh, him oh yeah no exactly the love is there but I think yeah. anyone who has children yeah and a spouse <laughs> yeah. will understand like 24-7 is a lot I think it's like scratching an itch you know when you have an itch and you need to scratch it it feels good but if you scratch it for 24 hours you're going to end up with a raw bloody arm or wherever the itch we're going to make the itch on the arm I don't want to think about other things um you know, I think that anything given repetition and time can be annoying. Um, yes. So we just Especially need Especially when it breaks up the pattern in which we were already living. Uh, yeah. I, so you'll have to speak more about this pattern you talk <laughs> about. That seems like a very... It's a, yeah, it's a very... Um, it's a thing that happens when you're organized. It's a, I, I feel like this also is a very Taurus thing that... But yes, I am a creature of habit. 
I have my days pretty regulated. Or did. Yeah. Getting back in the swing now that school has started. But um, it threw me for a loop to say. Yeah. I am not necessarily a creature of habit, but I had enough. What? I know. <laughs> what? Surely not. It's crazy talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but um, even without being uh, as grounded as some of my my better half, <laughs> uh, I think just having upheaval was enough. The very limited stuff that I did have, you know, because I. I am a mom, so there is some level yeah. of, you know, you wake up at this time, you get ready, you leave the house, you pick up the kid, you or drop off, yeah. pick up, yeah. make dinner. There was some, you know, amount, and then all of a sudden that was out the door. Yeah. It was so, just like, oh, and then I would do this, and then, you know, my husband would leave for the day, and then if, like, oh, if it was Wednesday, we would go to the library. Right. You know, or Tuesday was this activity. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's... It's okay. We're doing it. We're doing You're making it. time for yourself now. Yeah. It's a good time yeah. too. Yeah. You know, from a totally not real astrological perspective. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, we, we might actually think it's real. But. Yeah, I feel like astrology is going to come up a lot. A lot. But we, Another think, thing that I'm learning more about. Yes, and I think, isn't that our... Wasn't that our idea for our second podcast? It is our idea for our second. There you go. Just hold on till the next one, and then we can kind of like give you the reasons why we think things are the way they are, and explain yeah. more. But yeah, and astrology. Explore. Yeah, astrology is up. Yeah, so hold on to the until the second podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know if you are still listening at this point, you obviously love our strange antics, and you too probably are a creative weirdo. Um, and we love that about you. Yeah. You are our people. I'm Welcome glad you're here. Us. Yes. Welcome, coven members. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. Words. Bring us back, Taurus. Okay. We are talking <laughs> about Samhain. And right. I think uh, we were going to discuss maybe if we had anything in particular. We're going to cut this out. I'm going to start again. No, it's uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking about Samhain. And we are going to discuss if we have any upcoming rituals yeah. that perhaps we were going to do ourselves or just what in our practice we were going to. So I feel like maybe we should explore a little bit more about what Samhain is because I don't, I think we kind of talked about oh, where yeah. it was and then we got segued into Halloween. And, right. And I think we, we started to talk about how it uh, kind of Halloween kidnapped Samhain, as it does many rituals. Yeah. And so Samhain is very similar in many ways to Halloween. Yes. Um, do you, I guess I could, why don't you talk about what it is, and then I can oh. kind of talk about some of the history and stuff. Okay. Um, so for a lot of witches, um, it is like our new year. Mm -hmm. It's kind of when the earth starts to kind of decay and compost and get, it, it rests um, it gets rusted. I cut this. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> now you're fine. You're fine. So it's it's just it's when everything kind of you know goes to sleep. Yeah. It, it rests and gets ready for spring. Right. Rejuvenation. Rejuvenation. Um, so it is. So most because most Wiccan holidays 
tend to follow the the wheel of the year. I was going to say, it is the first holiday on the wheel of the year. And and for quick reference, again, we'll probably go into this at some point, but the wheel of the year is eight, eight holidays. Okay, we both said eight. So. Yeah. Whoa! See? Mm-hmm. We're knowledgeable. We know okay. shit. All right. That's yeah. why we do this. Yeah. Eight. So, um... Holidays, Sabbaths. Yeah. And it, it basically... Um, there's different themes throughout, but a lot of the themes thematically kind of aren't aligned with the the cycle of the earth and going into um, the various stages of the seasons um, and then kind of, you know, so like um, harvest time, right? You, sell, you connect that to gratitude. You're grateful for everything you're receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spring holidays tend to be about new ideas and new growth yeah and you know birth yes and also giving thanks for being past winter Mm -hmm. um you know so there's there's different holidays they're kind of aligned uh and and you could it's really demonstrated when you look at the um the reason why uh northern hemisphere i should say october 31st but that southern hemisphere they actually have different dates for their holidays because oh that makes sense they have opposite seasons and so they tend to have their dates flipped. So, in the Northern Hemisphere, um, yeah, October 31st. And I, we are at, when you think about what part of the cycle we are, um, I think that informs a lot of the themes of Samhain. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, but yeah, honestly, a lot of the Sabbaths are going to be more familiar to people than they probably realize. Yeah. Because, uh, take it away. Uh, well, <laughs> you, um, so yeah, there, there are a lot of similarities and we'll go over those a little bit. So like, for example, um, we all kind of associate jack-o'-lanterns with Halloween, but jack-o'-lanterns actually, um, come from the Samhain holiday. They do. So, um, during, uh, the night of Samhain or... Halloween or even All Hallows Eve, the the veil between our earthly world and the spirit world is much thinner. So it is much easier to make contact with the spirits. So people would carve these jack-o'-lanterns to guide their spirits home. They would light the candle and that was the beacon and then they would carve these scary faces to ward off the evil spirits. Right. And it didn't always start with pumpkins. Um, I've seen old-timey photographs of gourds and turnips. Turnips <laughs> were my favorite because they just were so creepy. <laughs> yeah, that little <laughs> gremlin style. Yeah, you know, but, yeah. so that's where that came from. Very cool. Um, yeah, so I think that a lot of those traditions, and even the idea, you touched on it, like, so we know Halloween, which is really the shortened version of All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve follows uh, All Hallows Day, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that is Dia de los Muertos. So, like, even Halloween, that's the same thing. We're, we're dressing up, but really, these practices come from warding off evil spirits. It is inviting, um, you know, you invite your lost uh, loved ones back into your life. Oh, and isn't that also why you, you just kind of touched on it, but why we dress up so it's the evil spirits don't recognize us? It's... 
Is my my understanding is the original the origin of why people dressed up was because they did think spirits were going to be among them, and so to blend in. Oh, okay, okay. You were supposed I to dress, and also to to. I knew there was a you reason. You were also I supposed to be scary, um, you know, so you weren't messed with. These were the days before like sexy bunny yeah way before <laughs> have oh. you ever looked up old-timey halloween they costumes? are terrifying so terrible they are the stuff of nightmares just you want to have a good nightmare go ahead and look that up go just just look up early photography halloween yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 1900s yeah yeah have fun the with early that 1900s. don't don't show us because i like sleep um yeah, they're wild yes so so traditions like that and you're you know and you'll see them in other traditions too for example we all you know Fun fact, we don't have a Christmas tree because of anything to do with Jesus. Not at all. Not at all. But it I... also comes from pagan holidays. And yeah. so and so the reason why it ends up like that is is really from a historical context. When you think about religion, not spirituality, but religion, religion is often, often throughout your history used as a tool, both for a unification of a people and also um to like socially take over people oh, yeah. and conquering, you know, like you're not allowed to worship your people. Now we worship this. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a lot of what, what happened with Christianity yeah. as a political tool. I'm not talking Christianity. If you're a Christian, you know, even if you're a Christian witch, which they do exist, yeah. like yeah, no, no judgment. I'm talking specifically as using the, the organization and the, the power structure that is the Christian church, which you know, fun fact, Jesus didn't go around dressed up like a giant bunny uh, going through Jerusalem being like, trick or treat. <laughs> um, so, you know, and technically All Hallows Eve is a Halloween, is a Christian holiday. Mm-hmm. You tell me what part of Halloween is Christian. I mean... The part where they say it's the devil and you don't do it. <laughs> right? Right? Uh, yeah. So, you but, know. Yeah. But we all know that anything that is celebrated in the school system, you can bet it's Christian. Probably. But that's a whole other topic. Right? Right. <sighs> anyway. They don't have to ask for their holidays off because it's already written into the system. Right? And it's always an interesting conversation when I ask for the 21st off of December. Because mm. um, everyone's like, but Christmas? And I'm like, solstice? <laughs> Trust me, this girl needs the 21st off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to have a drumming circle this year. Fun oh, fact. I've never done one of those. We'll, we'll make it happen. We'll drop the sun down. Cool. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I think that there is a lot of um, taking over. Definitely see it in Halloween and the history um, of how it evolved. Uh, do you have any plans for... Oh, um, I do. A lot of uh, the day hours will be spent with... Halloween plans, Excellent. you know, with, yes. with the children. With the children, um, do it for the children. We are not uh, doing a community trick-or-treat this year, okay. given the circumstances. Uh, but we are hoping to at least go to a few neighborhood houses. Um, I'm setting up a candy scavenger hunt. Oh! Stealing. Yeah. Stealing. Yeah, yeah, right? 
um, which may or may not involve glow sticks. It depends on what time of day you want to do it. Right? So that'd fun. be so fun. Um, so then, you know, maybe some spooky movies. Um, I am, I am a kitchen witch. That is my title that I call myself. And all of her friends both appreciate it. Oh. Well, we appreciate it. Our booties do not, perhaps. <laughs> but you are the best kitchen witch. Oh, thank you, thank you. So a lot of my uh, holiday merriment revolves around food so we're definitely gonna have you know we're gonna bake something it's gonna involve pumpkin because i am that witch and (laughs) basic witch (laughs) i am but i i embrace it you know cinnamon and clove those are all like protection herbs and anyone who doesn't like pumpkin spice i'm like well good it's working right so like back up off me (laughs) Uh. <laughs> well, and yeah, again, even those things, like it's, yeah. Yeah, no, and then that's, yeah, so a lot of um, good intent in my food. And then I have not cast a circle in a very long time. Okay. And I was thinking it would be a very good night to do that. Absolutely. Um, Because, you know, as you know, I... I Recently, there's those air quotes again, recently moved uh, into a new home, and I haven't set up my space. Mm. I mean, it's been about a year and a half, and I just To be fair, a big part of the last year and a half has been literally occupied by COVID and physically occupied all space in your house. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I would like to um, start bringing that back in. Mm. And I think just doing this podcast and we've been kind of doing our virtual coven meetups um, has really like lit that spark. I'm like, oh, I want to do this again. So I want to create a circle and just kind of, um, I'll bring my tarot cards. Yes. And um, I think I'm just going to keep it a pretty simple spread, but I'm definitely going to reflect on what I need to bring in to my life this season, what I need to let go of, and then how to find the balance between the two. Awesome. And those are my sewing plans. Very cool. Yeah. I'm still kind of fleshing out mine. Uh, Custody-wise, it is my year to trick-or-treat with Roland, and typically these are my favorite. Um, So I'm a little bummed that there's not the traditional. I know, you guys always have really great costumes, too. Often, yes. I think Frida was my favorite. That one was so good. But I also really loved it when he was Jack Skellington oh, and yeah. then you were Sally. Yes, that was fun too. That was like... Those were the years I, I like won or came in like second place. For... Those were great. Thank you. I was pleased with how they turned out. Considering I'm a person who has trouble bringing things to uh, conclusion. And I actually concluded those projects. I handmade his little jacket. I, don't I remember know... it. Oh, I, I hand pinstriped it. It was a labor of love. Hashtag good mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm really not sure uh, exactly what it'll look like. Um, there are a few things I kind of have fleshed out right now. So um, as you know, and the podcast, I'll probably bring it up. Um, we recently lost our awesome puppy um, that I have, Houdini. I will... He is the best dog. So everyone, pet a dog right now for Houdini. 
tell them they're a good boy or a girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, that was only was... last week. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm still dealing with that. It was really hard. It's been about 10 days now, nine days. Yeah. Um, so I want to give him an appropriate, I mean, he was a family member and, and for those who are familiar with the concept of familiars, Mm -hmm. he was my familiar. Mm. I've had a lot of realizations with his passing and kind of, I got him um, when I was 22, um, so I guess you guys all know that I'm 37 now, unless you're bad at math. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, I want to make sure that we appropriately mourn him. And because the veils are thinnest then, I want to make sure that he has everything he needs on his journey to cross over into his next doggy spiritual, uh, yeah, path, whatever that may be. Um, so I want to honor him. I want to honor other people I've lost. Um, I did a lot of gratitude work and kind of seeing what I wanted next in my life um, with Maybon and the last, mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, and the last full moon ritual too. My last full moon ritual was so powerful. Tears. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's, that's why that's I bought great. this neck. I, so uh, Stephanie mentioned, sorry, I'm so, We'll get better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stephanie mentioned we have this virtual coven going. It's virtual because even though Stephanie and I live pretty close, um, one of my other best friends, Christy, who, shout out to Christy, um, is all the way over in Florida, so far, far away from us. But the three of us get together um, virtually and um, we're all kind of newer in our path. Yeah, in, we're in all different, at different ways. stages. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm. I feel like I'm probably have been pursuing it longer in some ways, but I also consider myself newer because I'm exploring newer parts of it. And like I said before, I am not a focused person, so I I go for broad strokes. I'm gonna <laughs> circle back to some of this stuff, and uh, I you know think that having you guys there too, it's like an all a learning experience for us, but. Um, I brought that up for a reason. Oh, Maybon. Right. And then something else. Full moon. Full moon ritual. So, uh. That's why I'm here, folks. That is seriously, like, I don't, I already, okay, so I already got a bad memory. Then I have the ADD. Then, <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm lovable. You'll love me, I swear. It's true. <laughs> I'm a very flawed creature. Please love me. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. Kind of. Uh... Feed me and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> oh, that's you me. Are Taurus? You are. <laughs> I tried to give you bacon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. So yeah. So during full moon ritual, I had a very powerful experience, and then it just so happened um, our friend Christy is starting uh, her own business, and she shared that day that I did the ritual these necklaces and I had this super profound experience with the moon. I'm sure I'll go into that. It feeds into my affinity for Hikate. Um, but you know, it was something that like I wound up in tears. Um, it was so profound for me. Um, and then she showed us these necklaces and then one of the necklaces she showed me, like the first thing I thought was like, it looks like the moon, keep it next to your heart. It's a reminder that you've made, the next step in your journey. Cause it really, 
as as painful as it has been to lose Houdini, it really did kind of bring a lot of stuff to conclusion for me. Um, and I'm feeling, even though, I mean, I was kind of a wreck the first few days. I'm getting better. I only cried once yesterday. And that's because the animal hospital sent me a we're sorry for your loss card. Oh, like that is so sweet, but that's also that's really sweet. I but also the day. tears. <laughs> I almost yeah. went a whole day. So, um, you know, and I mean, his bowl is still right there. I can't pick it up yet, and no, I'm not so, going to. So, one will be a great time for yeah. that. And that's that's part of I want to leave it out there, um, so that he can pass when he's ready and it's easy. Um, you know, just keeping an altar. Anyway, and even like Dia de los Muertos practices, like a lot of that is, um, if you're familiar with Dia de los Muertos at all, it's um, mostly out of Mexico, and mm-hmm. I think it's in a few other Latin countries. So Dia de los Muertos, if you're familiar with that, they make, uh, I think they're called ofrendas, Ofrenda, yeah. um, which is, you know, basically an offering. You, you it's, make it's it. a whole altar. It is I mean, an altar. They, they put up pictures of their family members and not just recent family members that they've lost yeah but i mean it goes back generations yes and yeah they bring offerings of food Mm -hmm. and and traditionally i think they actually put the offerendas in grave sites too they actually yes in in uh you know older mexican villages and stuff they'll still go to the grave sites they'll decorate the grave sites themselves put their favorite food on the grave bright colors and Mm -hmm. flowers there's songs it's very festive and if you're familiar with any if you've seen any like brightly colored and dressed skulls like sugar skulls all of that comes out of Dia de los muertos yeah oh yeah that's one of the things they Mm -hmm. make is the sugar skulls the sugar skulls and the pan de los muertos i think it's called Mm -hmm. the bread the bright bread Mm -hmm. yeah so you know so Alters something throughout cultures, and one of the things you do is you give gifts. So I want to light um, a candle. Yeah, light a candle. Food, food is very important to give. I am my, I'm really bad about giving food offerings to my various altars, mostly because I am afraid that I will forget and let it go gross on the altar. See, a lot of my circles, I guess my altars are inside, but um, either a kid would eat it. Um, or if I left it outside, I would get animals. animals. Yeah. We're that rural, folks. We have bears and mountain lions and yeah. all the fun. I saw a bobcat the other day. Oh, really? Cool. I saw a fox. A couple... oh my There's God. been so many foxes. Oh, I, I saw two them. babies together, but oh, no so that made me sad. And then the same day, I saw another big guy. But yeah, foxes are super cool. I have I a fox on them. my altar. Oh, animals putting stuff outside and oh. why we don't do food offerings. So I don't yes. do it too much. I do have a little bit of, um, I actually have some grain. I have rice grains um, for my Demeter. Um, But, uh, yeah, I will probably do something more for Houdini. And then after the second, I'll start putting stuff up. So for my my actual Samhain plans, honoring Houdini in some way, having my son, I love the idea of the candy scavenger hunt. I think I'm going to totally steal that for fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, we also talked about doing scary movies and stuff. My son and I, not you and I. Um, but uh, one thing that I'm actually kind of looking forward to is I am going to be doing a Samhain ritual and including Roland. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So my son is incredibly smart. He gets it from his mama. Um, <laughs> and his dad is a credit where credit's due yeah, yeah um 
So, uh, but it's super smart, very old soul in many ways. He is in many ways. Yeah. Not in all the ways. Not all the ways, but there are certain things he will say. Yeah. And you're like, where did that come from, honey? Oh, sometimes, I mean, he has said some profound things to me. I remember... Fun reoccurring theme. I have a lot of anxiety around the state of my home. And so someone else had unexpectedly showed up. And then I felt super embarrassed because of how it was. And I, I actually was crying a little bit. And then I, I, not right in front of him, but I came back. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, mommy was crying a little bit. And I explained the situation. And he just put his, he put his hands on my face. and was like, mom, it's okay. It's okay. And what did he say? He said... You don't need... It doesn't matter if other people judge you. I love you how you are. Aww. And I'm like, you know what, child? <laughs> you are the best. Um, yeah, super awesome kid. So really smart, very curious. Has a little spooky side. He is definitely a oh, spooky kid. I have one kid. of those. I have one of those. Yes. Um, and so he is really fascinated by witchcraft. Much the same way where, like, I don't share it with everyone. I've never, and probably because of how I was raised, like, I've always thought I'm not going to teach him. He needs to practice this way. I'm going to expose him to things and he can make the choice for his spiritual path. Because I think that's important. It's about your particular spiritual path. Um, And so he's been asking about witchcraft more and more. And I've always told him, like, I'll teach you some stuff. As you mature, I'll teach you more stuff. Mm -hmm. As I can trust you to, you know, I'm like, some of this stuff is is stuff that I, you know, that we keep more secret. And Mm -hmm. it's not that we're hiding stuff, but that it's private. And when he can understand the private aspects of it more, I'll teach more and more. And so he's really, because of his age, Mm -hmm. he's really starting to get there. Yeah, Um, right now I need to have that talk with my oldest because she'll... Just be straight up, she's all, my mom's a kitchen witch, and I'm a green witch. Right. But she's so little, everyone's just like, oh, that's cute. Right, exactly. I'm like, well, not sure if we're ready to have that conversation with the neighbors. Right, you know, it's 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 harmless in some ways, but also it is like, you know, you Oh, but been... she takes her role as green witch very seriously. I'm sure she does. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love your daughter. Aww. As my fellow Aquarian. Yes. <laughs> Aquarian with an, you said Aries rising? Leo rising. Leo rising. Yeah. Okay, okay. So. That, yeah. Good luck. That was not a shock. So, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good balance. It's a good balance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I will be incorporating um, or teaching him more this time and letting him go through, you know, I've never let him enter a circle with me. And it's not that I don't you know, think that he should. It's just that for me, when I do that, I feel like I'm making a very conscious effort. And the way I believe, you know, manifestation works is the reason why covens are important. And and I've heard this from other people who practice within covens is it's basically, if it's just you practicing, it's like a certain amount of force you add a second person and you're both focusing and and putting your intention in the same place, it exponentially starts growing. Mm -hmm. So it's not just double the strength. It's like 10 times the strength. You add a third person, it's 100 times the strength. You add a fourth person, it's 1,000 times the strength, and et cetera. So 
Conversely, you bring someone in who's not aligned with you, they can completely unravel what mm-hmm. you're trying to work towards. Yeah. So I think it's more out, you know, out of respect until he was ready to be respectful to the elements and energies and stuff that I'm working with. I didn't necessarily want to invite him in yet. Um, You know, it's, it's not play for me and I want him to treat it. And that is not like more or less sort of where my daughter is. You know, Mm -hmm. she's five and that's fine. Yeah. It should be play. It should be fun for her. Yeah. And you know, sometimes she'll, you know, want to do a spell. So we'll, we'll light a candle and I have her think of something, you know, set a happy goal. Right. And she wants, you know, and that's her setting an intention. I think that's a wonderful way yeah. to introduce And them. I've started introducing affirmations to her. Awesome. And so we do that every day before school. Very cool. So Very I cool. think if I can just calm that energy that she has. And as she matures, that'll come with yeah. maturity. I, I can, I mean, you know my child. So I can just tell you just, just There was wait. much energy. Oh, my God. <laughs> In the early years. <laughs> Still now. Still, I I would say that uh, being Roland's mother is both the greatest challenge and joy of my life. Um, oh, yes. He is an intense child, um, but he's so fantastic in so many ways. So it has um, taught me more. In the last oh, eight years than I in think all no the one, 30 before that. Yeah, I think no one can push my buttons as easily Yeah, as uh, Belle. But, but man, we have just the best bond, yeah. I think. I love watching you guys together. So oh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be doing a ritual, probably mostly um, kind of gratitude and kind of thinking about the next year. What my next step is because I feel pretty strong at this point. Like I've stepped into some power. I kind of see this as a ceremony to say thank you to the past. And like you said, it's the new year for for witches. So it's the new year. I'm some witches, but yeah, like what you were saying about coming into power, that is, I feel like a theme for me recently. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to gain back some of this independence and doing things for myself and you know and I'm on my own health journey right right you know yeah well and I think too like we've touched a little bit on this before in in kind of some witch belief uh some witches believe this and and in a lot of pagan aspects too and and Wiccan aspects you know there's this idea of you have the maiden mother and crone right yeah so for those of you who don't under, know that term or familiar with that term, maiden, mother, and crone is basically like the three aspects of the goddess energy where you have the young maiden, virginal and pure and innocent. You have the mother energy. And then, you know, at the end of your life, you have the crone energy, the, the older woman, the older practitioner, but wise and wizened, mm-hmm. right? And right now we are <clears throat> smack in that mother nurturing energy mm-hmm. but we just also have to remember to nurture ourselves right well and i think making that transition i would even say for me there was still a part that was caught up in my maidenhood the part that wasn't you know like like my feelings of of worthlessness when i struggle with those those absolutely come from my family of origin they absolutely come from my maidenhood times mm-hmm. um and so Part of, I feel like, 
in many ways, it's kind of ironic because I feel like Houdini, his passing kind of symbolizes when I got Houdini as my familiar, he, um, at that point I had been looking for a dog, but he, he found us and I adopted, he had stage four heartworms when I found him, he was on death's door and it was just meant to be, um, so he had 15 years after that. So we think he was about uh, 17, 18 when he passed. Um, but when I met him and I had been looking for a dog, I wouldn't even look at boy dogs. Mm. Because there was a part of me that was afraid that I couldn't love a boy dog as much as I would love a girl dog. Because my relationship with men and male energy was that yeah. messed up. No, I I get that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think, I probably my grandfather maybe... No, I will say definitely my grandfather was probably the only consistent, unconditional male energy I received my entire life, with the exception of my cat from childhood, and then Houdini. Houdini came in, and he just, I mean, he thought I was the bee's knees. I would be singing stupid songs, and he would just stare up at me like, you're a god. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, he loved me so completely, and I loved him, and... You know, I really feel like in many ways he was like my proto child. And he was, I mean, shit, man, he had a car seat. <laughs> I took him around in a carrier for a while. I mean, like, that's adorable. He went everywhere with me. I'd have my wallet and I'd have him carrying him like a little clutch. He would just dangle his little legs on either side of my arm. I, I think I feel like I saw him do that a couple times. Yeah, he, he didn't was, do it as much as he was older. No, it was but, too painful for him. But, um, but um, he was the bestest boy. Um, he's a little boy. He was. But, but here's the thing. When I got Houdini, I really needed that in my life. I needed male energy that loved me unconditionally. Oh, yeah. This last, these last few years especially, I have been working towards self-love and not being reliant on having love coming from the outside, but being self-sufficient, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and so I think I've been getting closer and closer and closer to that, but the combination of the full moon happening and then the passing of Houdini, which the full moon that I'll get into that maybe another time, but, um, just that the symbolism of that is almost a predictor for Houdini starting to go downhill and I having put him down, um, because of what that experience was. It was basically like, you don't need me anymore. You don't need this anymore. Um, and so I think that, um, Entering into that space, I really had to leave a lot of my old thinking behind. And, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say that I am 100% through the woods. I know how habits work. It's very easy Mm -hmm. that a habit can come back. I can have a bad day maybe or, you know, PMS from hell and all of a sudden I might feel kind of worthless again. We'll see. But at this moment in time, I know consistently I have been putting energy into myself Um, We've talked a little bit about how because of my affinity for Persephone, I decided that taking care of myself was a form of worship. Yeah. And that, you know, if I want to pay homage to her um, and I want to um, pay respect to her, um, one of the best ways I could do that is by pampering myself in her honor. That 
that if I am a vessel, if I'm an acolyte of hers, then I can um, present myself and, and pamper myself in a certain way as, as kind of a way to honor her. Um, so yeah, so we kind of circled all over the place. I, I hope you like being part of this conversation. Um, we're going to rein it in maybe eventually. Maybe. I don't know. Do we want to rein it in? Maybe not. I I mean, this is kind of the beauty of our conversations when we go to brunch and stuff is they just kind of evolve. Yeah, but it always circles back. It does. It always circles back. It's going to be great. This podcast is going to be great. You're You're welcome. Right? Aren't you so glad you spent the last insert time here with us? (laughs) I'm sure you are. Um, Yeah. Or at least I hope they laughed a little. I think they, I think our people laughed. Yeah. You laughing? All right. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we have like contact stuff. People can subscribe. Please subscribe to this podcast because we will put out more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We are on Instagram. We are on Instagram. We are, um, which is Be Crafty. Which is Be Crafty. Yeah, so we'll post updates there. Yeah, and we'll probably, I think at some point, we'll do a Facebook page. Um, mm-hmm. We have an email, which is... We do. Um, oh, also, <laughs> I think we were mentioning our friend Christy has a awesome jewelry business. We can she put her, if does. she has a website, we can put that in the show notes. Uh, she is on Etsy. Oh, perfect. And the name of the store is Consequently Christy. Excellent. Right? Yes. That's it, I think. Let me make sure I'm saying it right. Hold on. Plus, she when she sent the necklace, it was super, super pretty. Yes, consequently, Christy, you can't see it. I'm showing you the box. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> no, I think we should leave it in so they know the level of idiocy they're signing up for. I'm the smartest dumb person you'll ever meet. <laughs> that is spelled C O N S E Q U E. N-T-L-Y. And Christy is C-H-R-I-S-T-I. There you go. Consequently, Christy. Consequently. You can find her on Etsy. Her jewelry is amazing. It's beautiful. I got my necklace yesterday in the mail, and I opened it, and I was in love, and I sent her a picture, and then I ordered two more. Well, she's going to she's gonna make them. Excellent. But, yeah. Oh, I can't say why, but... We'll just say certain people are getting Christmas gifts. But, you know, in case they watch watch this. Listen. Oh, it's a podcast. <laughs> in case they listen to me fuck up all the things. Um, yeah, in case they listen to this podcast, you know, here I'll sign who they are so they can see. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to mime. Yeah, we're going to mime. We're going to mime it out. <laughs> you know, next... we really understand how this platform works. We're we're professionals. <laughs> we're professional broadcast ladies. Broadcast? <laughs> I like it. It's a broadcast podcast. <laughs> we're prodding your mind. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I think we need to stop. <laughs> and that's it, folks. Let me see the the email we have. Oh, right. I want to say it's just witches be crafty at Gmail. Were there numbers? Yeah, witches be crafty. That's it. 
Which is crafty at gmail. I'm an asshole. <laughs> We're keeping it very simple for you. We're keeping it real. We're keeping it real, real. I swear to God, I'm a consummate professional. I get stuff done. I'm not always. <laughs> I am a flawed creature. Please, as I. Give, a, give us a few listens before you yeah. judge us. Yes, please. Please don't judge me by this. First impressions and all. Please. <laughs> I have more to say. Don't go away. <laughs> Listen to us. <laughs> Please uh. hear our words. <laughs> All right. Instagram. Email us. Tell us about you. I if anyone listens to this, that'd be cool. So just kind of hear who might okay. be out there. So I'm gonna put out a prompt. Ooh. Ooh. What okay. are you doing for Salwin? Yeah. What are you doing for Salwin? Oh, we want to hear about it. We right? Wanna know. We want to know what other crafty witches out there are doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That, very cool. Well, I hope that you haven't, uh. Turned it off. Turned it off. If you hear this, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. And also, I hope it was good enough where you at least wish that you couldn't unlisten. Um, you know, I really feel like that's the bar. You can't get that time back, but I hope you're okay with that. Yes. I hope you're at least okay that you have now given us a fair shake and that maybe you want to listen to our next episode where we cover astrology. Um, I promise that it will be a unique discussion for sure. I mean, (laughs) why wouldn't it be? (laughs) I can promise it'll be unique and informative. We can also promise it'll be informative um, and, you know, maybe look at some of the science behind why it Ooh, could be uh, a thing that's yeah. legit. Show me your science. Oh, it's the biggest science you've ever seen. So, we should probably cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, my God. So, for the unedited version. Yeah. Blooper reel coming near you. All right. All right, and yeah, so I am a crafty witch named Kirsten. I'm a crafty witch named Stephanie. And witches be crafty. Thank you for listening. Yay! We did the thing. We did the thing.